0: this is the key decider Ooh, ooh super Sunday uh, <laughs> let's go full let's do Sky Sports job for them tipping Liverpool to stay up this year <laughs> thanks for explaining how the Premier League works then enjoy that now no <laughs> uh... Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Football Times podcast with myself, RadioTimes.com sport editor Michael Potts. And I'm joined in the virtual studio once again by BBC Match of the Day magazine writer Jake Wilson, wearing well, wearing a hat, and, and, and I'm not used to not seeing that beautiful hair on display. How are you doing? You want me to? Uh, do you want me to get it back out? Yeah, yeah the is.
1: fade's not so good. You know, the old, it's got a little lockdown trim. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, staying warm, keeping my ears nice and
0: toasty for you, mate. You can go a month without a haircut. Yeah, you can. It's well. rough. It's rough. Come on. I mean, there's bigger problems, really. Let's 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 get some perspective here to Jake Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bigger problem being that I'm actually on holiday this week, uh, but given the fact that my range of movement is pretty much from Le Bedroom to La Kitchen to l Bathroom, um, I, I thought I'd, I'd stop by and see how you're doing so you're not getting too lonely. Uh, in your I'm surviving, court. mate, but it is nice to see your face, I can't lie. Yeah, I feel a bit, I feel a yeah, I look a bit rough. But anyway, we move on. <laughs> international break is coming to an end. Um, interesting international break. Did you, did you get a bit of a chance to watch Gareth Southgate in the, the future? The champions elect, we'll call them. Uh, did you get much of a chance to watch him this break? I did. I did. The next
1: generation, it seems. The St. George's generation. Not bad. It's not the Saint
0: George's generation. I'm liking yeah, that. TM,
1: that original. Yeah, maybe that I don't becomes know, a thing.
0: <laughs> that becomes a thing. Remember where you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I so I was actually I was actually so impressed by the Belgium performance, <laughs> and I know that's probably not going to be universally universally agreed upon. um Well, I know it isn't because because uh, Twitter has had its way, but. um I, I, If we pulled out that performance in a semi-final, I'd be fairly happy with that against a big team.
1: Yeah, they didn't didn't dominate. We didn't create loads, especially in that second half. We didn't really test uh, Courtois, uh, which was a bit of a shame. But yeah, we lose 2-0 to the highest ranked team in the world. One goal was deflected. The other one was a bit of magic from Drees. Um, it wasn't even a free
0: kick either. We've got, a, we've, got a, we've got a reference to that. That was a great tackle from Rice.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you've got to defend it when it's there. Uh, half the wall job, the other half didn't, I think. So that's uh, one way we need to figure out. Um, but yeah, a decent decent result. Um, I think all three results as well are what you would expect. On paper, you know, we should be beating Ireland and Iceland 7-0 combined um, and Belgium do probably look a more cohesive um, and clinical unit than, than we do um, yeah. but doesn't mean in a, in a one-off tournament game that we would be scared uh, at all to take on, on anyone I think on these yeah. performances.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and um, obviously, I mean, we've got to talk about him because my word, Mister Jack Grealish, you're nodding and you're nodding before you, I even say the name. Yeah, but um, we don't have to dwell too much on it because I guess the entire nation has already discussed him at length. But, um, but what a performance, man! What a performance. I think, I, I think I was most impressed by. I mean, that, the flick was incredible. That is all. flick, I think. Oh, yeah again and again and again but I was actually just so impressed at how often he got on the ball how keen he was for the ball and how um, I think players like Rashford players like Sterling can sometimes uh, incredible players incredible footballers who should really be in in the starting 11 for England. Um, but they sometimes sort of drift in and out of games and they sort of they, they activate at the right moment and get that match-winning moment or, you know, score a goal, the assist him, whatever it is. Greenish just sort of runs the game. He, like, control, he pulls all the strings going forward there and every move was kind of being funneled through him, not overly so, just he naturally was just there for the ball all the time. Um, yeah, R- just so impressed, so impressed. He was just on.
1: He's brilliant. It's, it's so great to see him wanting the ball so much. Um, and especially in that Iceland game, it seemed like we had four or five of those players that just constantly wanted to be on the ball. And that's mm. so amazing to see. Um, I think Grealish as well. I think one thing that really works for him and for the, for the team as a whole is how many free kicks he wins. Yeah. He just knows how to buy them and players wanted to, to a- attack him. Um, and he buys those free kicks, and you've seen from 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 this break and, and several breaks and tournaments in the past, we've got dangers from set pieces. Maguire, uh, I think, is another player that is absolutely nailed on for England. Now um, he's had a little bit of trouble, but his range of ball play um, is is outstanding. Um, you know, and especially if Cody might not get the start now. Um, Maguire is that ball player Um, so you've got him going forward Rice scored off his shoulder Kane's brilliant in the air I think you know if if Grealish is there causing havoc anyway but then getting us to set pieces that might squeak us past a very tricky opposition um, that might be a way that we can go deeper into tournaments more consistently
0: Mm. it's one of those where as like as the football fan I kind of I still look and and have it you know (laughs) I feel like my team have always lacked that sort of player who's like going to sort of win the free kicks and like, you know, be a bit nastier in that sort of sense, street wise. And, and so my inner football fans kind of like recoil sometimes when Grealish goes down. I'm just like, oh man, like get up, get up. But he's clever and, and he does, it. He, he doesn't dive, he does, he, he draws the fouls very well, um, as we've seen. So Kane, we've seen. Yeah,
1: this is what Kay yeah. and get pulled up on a lot. Um, and they do go down easily, but the game rewards that. So, why would they not take advantage? And why would us, England, when um, we've come so far and so close and gone out to so many freak goals and strange errors, not try and take advantage on the other side? But, um, I, think it's, I think it's you know, exactly what football players should be doing, is winning their team's games. And as long as it isn't cheating, uh, which it isn't, it's just playing yeah. to the rules that uh, everyone sets. So, um, yeah. Tain, carry on, mate. You, you buy those penalties and free kicks and Grealish. Send us to the European final, eh?
0: Oh, man, I'm so excited. I've got a ticket that's well for next year. I've got a ticket for the Czech Republic group game, the third group game. Oh, wow. Mm. I got it in the, in the, in the ballot. And, uh, oh, man, if, if we're not allowed to go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the same. I got, um, got tickets to the
1: opener, which was meant to be um, Olympic Stadium in Rome, um, oh. Italy-Turkey, which would have been absolutely Oof. fierce... Um, but if if it's moved somewhere else or we're not allowed to go I'm going to be absolutely devoted. if we don't see England lift that trophy with any fans in the stadium
0: no did it even happen yeah <laughs> <laughs> all I can say is come on Pfizer come on Pfizer do your <laughs> thing do your thing boys <laughs> uh, other vaccines are available Also, and and another shout out as well, just a quick one before we move on. But um, Mason Mount, I think Mason Mount has come under a lot of stick um, for the crime of not being Jack Grealish. I think people saw Mount as kind of this um, slightly safer, sort of boring option, sort of thing. But I think you've got to remember that Mount has only been playing Premier League football for what, less than two seasons now. And he's been very exciting throughout that time. Like last last season with Tammy and stuff was amazing to watch them two click just off the bat. And um and I think now with him, Rice Henderson, I think I think that's how midfield two sorted. I think between those three, you pick two of those depending on the game. I would love to see Mountain Henderson in in the middle there. Cause I think I think people forget that Henderson was like Henderson was the holding player at that World Cup. And I know, I know he's not maybe in the same mould as Declan Rice, who is sort of an out-and-out sort of defensive midfielder, I guess, or, or could be seen as that. Um, I think having I don't know Henderson and Mount, there's just something there. I think if you've got three behind them, they could be the little platform to build on, and their range of passing is so good they could find a Grealish, a Sancho, a, a Rashford, a, a Kane, whoever it is. Um, I'd be interested. I'd also be interested to see us play for. Two, three, one. 3 <laughs> give, give that a shot um, however that, that may work Greedish in the hole
1: definitely it does look like a lot of defenders when you have say a 5 at the back which it mm. kind of is um, and then 2 properly holding midfielders Rice and Henderson just come across a bit defensively but Mount is one of those players that can play several positions mm. if you played him wide right you'd be able to play that if you played him in the 10 he'd be able to play that he can play the 8 um, yeah. So I think, I think one of those players is more appropriate there alongside either Henderson or Rice. Um, and it, it's nice that we've got so many options now. Madison, mm-hmm. not even in the squad. Um, you've got yeah. players like Saka and Foden who seem like nailed on for the European squad now. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is like a bit of a new generation. And um, one thing that really struck me watching the Iceland game was seeing Mount, Grealish and Foden all absolutely tearing it up. Um, it, is, it does feel like a new generation that's come very quickly, um, mm. and there's some players that are going to miss out on the other side. And one for me was Deli Alley. He's not yeah. very old. He's he's early twenties. He just, just feels like he's been there. around for ages. But you you look at those three. He's really going to have to do something to get in ahead of any of those. So there's the potential that we might not see Delhi in an England shirt maybe ever again.
0: It's it's. I mean, I don't disagree. Like he, he has to. The onus is on him, isn't it? To, um, I mean, no matter how many injuries you get in that squad now, it's you know it's going to take a lot for Ali to get in there. Because it, i I'm, I'm looking through my options here. I've got. Um, if you're thinking about more the wide or the you know in the attacking roles, um, you've got. Sterling, Grealish, Greenwood, Sancho. We're forgetting about Greenwood. (laughs) We're forgetting about Greenwood. We've got Sterling, Grealish, Greenwood, Sancho, Fordon Rashford. Potentially Mount can play up there. You've got possibly Madison, possibly Harvey Barnes, possibly Ross Barkley at some point in, in all of this if he keeps flying for Villa. Like... And there's so much variety in there. And a few of those can play centre midfield. A few of those can play on the wing. A few of those can play sort of advanced, but more centrally. Ali, I don't know where he fits into that. <laughs> I just, he's got so much to get past. Um, and, and we were all buzzing about getting to a semi-final last time in the, in the World Cup. And um, that was with Jesse Lingard. I don't don't want to like. I don't want to just take the mick out of Jesse Lingard because obviously he did well to get there, and I liked him when he was there, and he and he did a good job for England. But 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 Lingard is not even in the top like nine sort of attacking players beyond like wide forwards and things. He's just not there. It's it's crazy how this England generation's come through, and I'm I'm very excited to to see it happen. (laughs)
1: Definitely, and they all seem like they've got goals or goal involvements in them. Mm. One thing Jesse Lingard has been obviously criticised for years about is how little he impacts the scoreline. Um, his goals yeah. and assists are not um, an elite level. Um, but you look at the, those names you just you just named: Grealish scores and assists basically every game. Um, Foden scored um, two against Iceland. The second was a beauty. The, th- the England's third goal against Iceland. Um, and this is a bit of a tangent, but yeah. I almost like got me out of my seat. the yeah. The range of of play, uh, the patience. At one point, Tyrone Mings was the furthest man forward. The kind of <laughs> the, the cycling of players, yeah. and then the the work down the the left hand side with Sancho cutting in and then delaying the pass, releasing it to to Foden, and his finish was lovely as well. was was excellent. Um and. I think we've we've lacked that in the past, that um, the cutting edge to break down teams. Um, yeah, it was it was really brilliant goal that, and I think we do have more goals in us. And this is this is with Kane going as uh, blanking uh, know, across, across the break, and it was fine. Yeah. It didn't really matter except the the Belgium game where it would have helped mm-hmm. if he if would hit the net. But um, that's a bit of a bit of an um, anomaly. But yeah, sure. so it's very good time to be a, a free lines supporter.
0: I know. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I believe... Now, four months uh, off. Four months uh, yeah. off from it, though. <laughs> yeah. So, don't have to think yeah. about it again. I was going to say, I think there's only four... Did somebody say four games, I think, between now? International games between now and and the first game of the Euros. I believe that's the case. Or by the time all the friendlies are pra- played and woke up. Whatever, whatever it is, is played. Um, so we look forward to that. But now back to Premier League business. Um, we have, and we have some good news coming back from the international break. We have more uh, free-to-air games coming in the in the weeks to come. Uh, we have, I believe, Fulham versus Everton this weekend. That's on BBC. Uh, we've got Palace V Newcastle on Amazon Prime video next week as well, which very nice. Nice to see. And the the scrapping of the 1495 uh one-off games. Um not all of those games will be made free to wear, not all of those sort of excess games. Um, but you can pick up the now TV passes. I think it's a tenner for a day. Uh you can watch a few games with that or £30 for uh for the month, which I mean, that's just better value, isn't it? A bit, bit of a win for the, for the consumer there, I believe, um, for the price of two PP, PPV games. Uh, you can get a month of them. Um, and one game you will now be able to see, Liverpool versus Leicester. Um, what a wonderful Saturday night we have, we have ahead of us. Uh, it's a 7.15 kickoff on Sunday evening, uh, and that's on Sky Sports I mean, we've got to start with injuries, really, don't we, with Liverpool? <laughs> what Liverpool is going to turn up? You're going to have to start taking letters out of their name. Um, the, the the injury list... Sorry, to keep going through lists here, but Van Dijk is out. Gomez is out. Fabinho is out. Reese Williams has some hip trouble. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold is out. Henderson is a doubt. Thiago is a doubt. Salah is out with COVID. <sighs> I mean... Yeah, Robo had
1: some trouble on the break as well. So it could have been even fewer players. Um, Yeah, I I was looking through that list too. And when you know all the big names are out and you know the trouble, but then when you've got like Reese Williams out as well, when your backups are going down and you've got Matic, you know, Matic, sorry, trying to stay fit, just uh, (laughs)
0: holding himself together. Just wrapping him in cotton wool. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a a scary time um, for Liverpool. But... When you look at their front three that they'll probably play, they've still got Mane, Firmino, Jota. That's going to cause any, uh, any team trouble, especially because Leicester aren't the best for, for injuries themselves. They still haven't gotten Didi. Um, Soyuncu and Amati are both out. Um, for Fana their um, young defender they've just bought who's been absolutely flying in the league he seems Mm. like he might be out because he got injured on international duty so I think Leicester have got something like four fit senior defenders and one of those is teenage Luke Thomas so it's it's a it's a (laughs) the best of a an injured bunch it's going to be out on
0: that pitch (laughs) Goals, goals, goals. Vardy um, nine, really Mane yeah. seven. <laughs> yeah, basically that. Just, like, just have Mane versus Vardy. Just like, scrap the rest of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking at Liverpool. Their expected back four will be Robertson, Matip. Uh, they think Rhys Williams is going to be fit and Nico Williams at right back. Um, which... It's it's an interesting one, and uh, the, what I've got written down here is basically if there's one man you don't want to face with a makeshift defence, and one man who will see this and lick his lips, raise his game. It's Jamie Vardy, isn't it? I think a lot of players you can um, you maybe get by and, and strikers will just you know take defenders as they come, take teams as they come. You know for a fact Vardy is sitting there at home just thinking, you know what, lads, let's have this, let's have a bit of this.
1: Oh yeah, um, he's he's adding an extra can of Red Bull to his pre-match. Yeah, game, isn't he? <laughs> he's yeah, well, ready. He's gonna going 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 Red Yeah, it's gonna tear them to shreds. Um, Amazing. And then you've got probably Madison yeah. behind him, who's gonna have heard all about Grealish and Foden and Mount, mm. all international break, and he's gonna be chomping at the bit. He will to, um, to put one past to put one past <laughs> Liverpool. So. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. And then on the other side, Liverpool's front three, no Salah. Mane's going to be like, finally, this is my chance for the spotlight. Shot is yeah. going to be like, okay, maybe I can, I can squeak in here as this front three. Firmino has really got to score a goal. I know he does so much more than that, but to get the monkey off yeah. his back, so to speak. Yeah. Um, these are some teams that are going to be heavily motivated to score yeah. some goals. Cue the nil-nil.
0: I <laughs> know, actually, that's what I was just about to say. I forget all of this and it's going to be like the most boring, drab game.
1: Michael um, makes 18 saves.
0: Yeah. That's all <laughs> yeah. we get. From, from Nico Williams. Um, and also a, a quick note on Leicester before we move on, but a funny old team, Leicester. Because mm-hmm. I'm old enough to remember when they, were, um, when they were cut to ribbons by West Ham six weeks ago. They were absolutely slaughtered. I watched that game. West Ham absolutely killed them that, that, that 90 minutes. And uh, they, they were beaten at home to Villa as well the week after. And, and there was actually a lot of, there's a bit of an outcry around Leicester, I think. They, they were sort of they were wondering where they were going, you know, what's going on with Rodgers, whether the team was on the way down, whether it was on the way up, what, what was going on. And now they're sitting top of the league, top of the league in November, nearly December. Um, won six games in all competitions since, which is uh, against Arsenal, Leeds, Wolves and three in Europe. So, I mean, anything is possible. We've seen with Leicester, anything is possible. And you would say that man for man, they they have a better team, potentially barring, you know, you know, Kante and Kante and Mares, but I guess they've kind of got replacements in those positions who can do a very decent job. Um but across the squad it's a deeper squad than the one that won the title. Um, we- 100% and a younger squad too um, yeah.
1: and they're, they're with their injuries at the minute like we've said like when they lost those, those two key games I think they were at, without Vardy without Ndidi and without Ricciardo. Um and they're such brilliant footballers all three of them Ndidi I think it has shown um, how influential he's been Mendy's stepped up He's done well, but Andidi is, is another class for interceptions and, and, and ball retention. Um, and Ricardo, um, I will rave about until the sun goes down. That <laughs> lad is a wonderful footballer going forward and at the back. And yeah, like we said, we can't, can't praise Vardy enough. His legs will just keep moving until, um, until the day that uh, his career ends. So um, the, the Red yes, Bull factory so. closes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, um, yeah, I think like you said, they're uh, very strong this year, and it's nice. The, the Premier League's nice and close, and uh, it could go to one of six teams the league this year. Um, let's say, just for hype's sake, this
0: is the key decider. Ooh, Ooh Super Sunday! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's go full. Let's do Sky Sports' job for them. Uh, prediction for this one.
1: It's hard to go against Liverpool, but I am. I'm going to say this one's going to be a draw. I think um, both sides have got weaknesses, but both sides have got really brilliant strengths. Um, So yeah, nice two-two score draw. Comfortable up on that fence. Yeah, very comfortable.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm leaning the uh,
1: the points from the
0: top. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaning Leicester. There, you know. I, I don't know. I just there's a bit of Liverpool's entire team taken out. There's a little bit of their midfield taken out. There's a little bit of their strike force taken out. Their defense is ragged, and I genuinely think Vardy is going to have a field there. I, I could see a, I could see a two-one. I could see a mad three-one. Let's let's go, go three-one Leicester. I, I, I know that sounds crazy, and I know Liverpool aren't suddenly a terrible team. Of course they're not, and I think they will be still very much the favourites to win this league. I just think we've seen some mad results. And hey, why not another one? Why not another one? Um, Moving on, we have uh, Tottenham versus Manchester City. It's a 5.30 kickoff on Saturday evening, and that's live on Sky Sports. Uh, Tottenham, again, one of the most impressive teams of the season so far. Um, One goal winning margins over West Brom, over Brighton, over Burnley, don't look particularly exciting um, but the results were very rarely in doubt. I think I watched the uh, the Burnley game, and I don't know why I watched the Burnley game. It was a slog. It was a slog. <laughs> but um, but they they just never looked like losing that game, and you could always kind of tell that they were going to get that goal in the end. Um, and I guess barring those sort of freak the freak West Ham shambles and that penalty for Newcastle early on, um, they'd have won every game in the Premier League since since the opening day. Um, I just think there's so much to like about Spurs right now, across, across the team, from, from the likes of Ho- uh, hoiberg in the middle, who is um, holding the fort very well, uh, to the likes of Kane, obviously, Son, and, uh, and Bill should be joining them this weekend. We should have our front three raring to go. Interesting.
1: Very interesting. Um, yeah, only Chelsea have scored more Premier League goals than, than Spurs so far this year. Um, and that's not the Spurs that we've kind of seen for a little while. No. Um, this free scoring. Obviously Kane and Son playing out of their skins. Um, I, I rep Hoyberg as well, like you said. I think he's been excellent. Um, I think defensively they still have a few issues. They can't pick who they want uh, at right back. Um, yeah, they've been it's playing Doc, um, signed in from Wolves. Um, my beloved Matt Doherty, but they don't seem to love him immediately. The fans aren't convinced, and then you've got Aurier as the backup, who um, has his has his moments of wonder, but then seems to have a moment of disaster in him as well. Yeah. Um, Centre backs, uh, I think there's a, there's a little bit of um, uh, tentativity to say that that's completely sorted. Um, Davinson and 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 Dia, there is there's still some choice there. Uh, left back. Um, Regulan looks amazing um, and yeah just hopefully defensively he's as good as he's got going forwards so I think there's um, some issues still but the signs are as, are as green as they're going to have been for a while and I know they're playing City but um, if international duty is anything to go by Harry Kane is going to be absolutely itching to hit that net
0: absolutely there's what like about this one? Um, I, I'm, I'm very. I mean, I just, I just enjoy watching Spurs and and what you are saying there about Aurier as well. A quick shout out to Serge Aurier. Um, I got, got a guilty pleasure, and it's it is Serge Aurier. <laughs> I, got, I like the guy. I think he's a good player. I know that's my credibility shot there, pretty much, but um, or whatever credibility I had. But I, th- I think he's alright. I think he, he does have that moment in him, that sort of. You know that swinging leg in the box where you just recoil in horror. Um, I think going forward, he is. I think he's excellent going forward, and I think some of his deliveries sometimes he can be a bit off target with his with his deliveries. But on the whole, I feel like he puts some very dangerous balls into the box for Spurs. I think he's such a threat. Um, again, Spurs fans don't at me. Um, you know, I mean, you know about him more than me. But from what I've seen, from what I've seen, I, I think Aurier. Isn't a bad player going forward. If if you want your right back to bomb forward, Oria's not a not a terrible choice. But obviously the, the payment is the fact that you've got a bit of a um, a bit of a scare every now and then at the back. Uh, but yes, yeah, Son, Kane, Bale. We're expecting to see them. Um, like you say, Kane chomping at the bit after the international break. And um, I know Bale got his first goal before the international break. He'll be wanting to sort of pick up and and actually, you know, not be this unfit Bale or regaining fitness Bale, but actually be Gareth Bale coming back. Um, That is exciting for everybody. Um, And Moving on to Manchester City, interesting form. They've lost one all season in all competitions, but we've got a draw-win, draw-win-draw going on at the moment uh, in the Premier League. Not particularly convincing. Um, Defensively, um, I think we've always been a little bit... uh, uh, I think since since Vincent company they've started to, you know replace him now um, with with the likes of Diaz and uh, and I, I don't really want to say they've replaced him with Sniff and because that is that's a big leap but um, but they have started you know pile the defensive reinforcements in there um, five teams only conceded nine including them um, but only ten goals to show for it it's a, it's a different Man City we're seeing this season.
1: It is, but um, I think that's because I've had so many players out as well. It seems like we're just constantly talking about injuries. Um, I think we have to come to a bigger topic. Um, But yeah, so they've they've lacked Jesus um, for most of the season. Sounds like he's coming back now. Uh, Obviously got his goal before the break. Um, Aguero, um, he's been training again. It sounds like he's inching closer to being to being fit sterling has been out he sounds like he's coming back very shortly Fernandinho sounds like he's coming back so i think that will make it a more recognizable city team um Mm -hmm. and i think one that will be able to create that consistency that they've been lacking um in results um but while we're here mate um i've got to talk about my favorite (laughs) player i do I've said his Strap name. About in, about a boys. thousand in, Sometimes <laughs> on this podcast, it was like every week I say the words Ferran Torres, um, <laughs> but he only scored a hat trick against Germany over the international break.
0: You do that. You
1: so do I do think that. the snip money that City paid for him, he's just going to turn out to be such a player.
0: I'm I'm feeling it. I mean, I I'm still to my shame. I'm still yet to really watch him for any extended period of time. So I think I might have to rectify this weekend if he plays uh, against Spurs. I know there's the, there's chat that it could be um, Jesus Foden and Torres going forward. Which I mean, if that isn't a reason to tune in, I don't know what it is. Mm. Uh, but that sounds decent to me. Um, but I I also want the I know I know you're you're heavily tipping the new guy. But I want to go back to the old here and just basically say how all of this... I mean, City, they've scored fewer than Brighton this season. They've got as many as Newcastle. Steve Bruce's Newcastle have, have scored as many as City this season so far. And it. this all goes to add towards Sergio Aguero being the absolute guy. Um, like, I feel like there's there's a lot of... I feel like the wide forward and the Ferran Torres of the world. They're sort of in fashion right now and the, the, the strikers, the humble strikers, they're being phased out a little bit for false nines, for, for wider players, for whatever you want to call them. I just think there's no substitute for an, a clinical focal point like Aguero. I just think having him lead that line, as good as, as good as Jesus is, I do like Jesus, but having Aguero lead that line instantly instantly that entire team is enhanced like De Bruyne has something to aim for you know on on land and sea and air <laughs> whichever, whichever route he wants to get to he will get there to Aguero you've got Sterling has somebody to, to play off and play with and you know be fed by feed all of that just think Aguero is so important to this team and I'm so excited to see him coming back as he is you can't account I mean, for Aguero all, like- you can there's mm. so many ways that
1: wide forwards or kind of fluid front lines can, can break you down if you're a defense. But if you're organized and or compact and you you stick to your position, you've got to feel like you can you can do it, you can get a clean sheet out of them. But when Aguero's playing, yeah, when you've got one of those players, the ball just like drops in the box. If it bounces in the box, Aguero's just gonna snaffle it up <laughs> and just honk <laughs> yeah. it in. into the net. Um, and so you can do all the good work you want, but Aguero can just change the game. He, he's a match winner. Um, and yeah, there's no, there's no substitute for that. I'm a, you know, as a Wolves fan, um, we would be nothing without the goals of Raul Jimenez. It's brilliant having all the wide forwards. We've got Troyore, Neto, Podens. But if we don't have Raul Jimenez there to hit one in from 15 yards, then what are we? So I think, yeah. I think that across the board, um, yeah, Spain beat Germany 6-0. They had Morata up top.
0: Yeah. You need strikers. Need somebody up there to, to be playing, playing with and to. on um, a prediction for that one, a quick prediction for that one.
1: Yeah, it's City's this. Um, I think they're going to come back. Mm. And they're gonna, they'll be firing. I think they're going to they're beat Spurs
0: maybe 2-0. Ooh, interesting! I wasn't expecting that one because I'm going to go for a cheeky little one-nil Spurs. <laughs> interesting. Nice. I' bragging uh, right next week. Yeah, a little bit. One of a Jose getting one over Pep there, I believe. But um, you're know, going with Pep <laughs> over Jose. Fine. Fine. Maybe that
1: shows our mentalities, Michael. You're more of a pragmatist, and I'm a, I'm a dreamer. I,
0: I actually, I weirdly, I, I kind of think that's true in football. I love Mourinho. <laughs> I absolutely adore Jose Mourinho. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And uh, very quickly running through fantasy. We've already gone through our walls for the week, but fantasy Premier League tips. Uh, have you got any quick shouts for us in this one?
1: Yeah, I think the, uh, the, the, big, the big debate is, do you keep Mo Salah? Um, mm. Obviously out this week um, with COVID, he's going to miss the Champions League game. Sounds like he'll probably miss the Brighton game as well. But without confirmation, it is hard to know. So I'm very much on the fence. So my, my finger's scrolling over that button. Do you swap KDB <laughs> or KD, Mane? Um, I think I probably will in the end, because even when he does come back, um, he might not be 100% match fit. So they might bring him off the bench. He might like have a half an hour last, last bit of the game. So that's, it's a tough one to know. If he misses one game and he's straight back in, great but if he misses two and he's not quite fit for the third that's the tricky one so the most salary is the question um but what is the answer uh,
0: uh, my answer is i think i'm going to stick i, I think I, yeah I've, I've made a i've actually made a couple of changes and and salah salah stayed i made a couple of changes a little bit earlier in the week to, to beat some price boosts so i've maybe done that wrong um, but I've got. I basically went and got Bruno Fernandez in already, um, and I've taken Son out.
1: Ooh.
0: Ouch! Is is bald because I've got Kane. I I, I took Son out because they've got a really tough run of fixtures coming up, and I kind of think if Bale's in there, he might maybe is he going to split some of the the rewards? Whereas Kane, for me, is the one who's always going to be the top of the pack. Um, It's a risk. I'm aware that's a risk, but Fernandez for me is, is purring along. Um, and I also put in Shea Adams, uh, instead of, I I think it was Wilson. I put it in for, um, injured Wilson, uh, but Shea Adams, he has that chance now with Danny Ings out. Uh, Adams has a lot of good returns. He has a lot of assists. He's got a lot of goals. He's got a bit of everything, um, consistent flow of like sort of five to six points each week, which is just very nice. Um, I think, just looking back through his history here, he got 11 points, 8 points, 5 points, 7 points in his last four games. Uh, that's three goals, two assists, and a couple of bonus point hauls as well. So Shea Adams is the one for me. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I, yeah, the Salah thing could go very wrong.
1: <laughs> but there's so many players that can, that can soak up the missed points if, if you do get that wrong. Um, Lamptey... God, I want to shout out Lamptey before he moved on. Yeah. 4.8 mil, 15 points in his last two game weeks. Seems like a, such, a, such a smart buy. And a returning face, Michael, one of my absolute favourite Premier League players. Ooh, ooh it's Richarlison. Um, ooh. I think Everton have missed him as much as they've missed um, James and his form recently. He changes the way they play completely. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's not that cheap, but they've got Fulham away, Leeds at home, Burnley away. Mm. Next three games. That's good.
0: Um, that's Any, anybody considering getting rid of DCL or um, or what's his face? Hamers. <laughs> anybody considering getting rid of those? I think look at those fixtures and think otherwise.
1: Yeah, maybe you try and get a defender in there. Um, one of my housemates has got Michael Keane, and he's had him since day one. And every week he messages me, "Oh, Michael Keane's got another header." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, mate. Thanks for that.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Michael Keenfern. Um Fair enough. I mean, I, I respect that. I respect the crazy people who, who who choose to die on those hills. But fair play. Um, what is coming up on Match of the Day magazine this week, Mr Wilson?
1: Oh, mate. It's our takeover special on shelves. So if you yeah. are going to get your suppliers this week, It's there on the shelf. Don't worry, it hasn't gone anywhere. And it is jam-packed with some of the biggest names in football. They've all contributed to this issue. Um, And we also rank the Prem's best attacks. Michael Richards has helped us out with that one. And he is on wicked form. And if you'd like to see a little bit from Michael, yes, I'm going to shout out Match of the Day magazine's YouTube channel, which is growing, which is thriving. Uh, You know, the numbers are going up and we are pushing it. Um, It's some good stuff on there, Michael. I'm sure you'll love it if you go and have a search. And uh, yeah, great, safe place for young football fans to enjoy the beautiful game.
0: Absolutely. And if you want to see, if anybody listening to this podcast just wants to see the beautiful face that I have to look at every single Thursday, whatever it was. Um, You can see it on there, his his beaming little face. Look at it, look at it. Hello, it's me. (laughs) Thank you very much for joining me, Mr. Wilson. Um, I'd love to tell you what's on RadioTimes.com Sport right now, but I haven't got a clue because I'm back on holiday now. So (laughs) so see you later, Um, and I'll be back next week uh, along with potentially Mr. Wilson, potentially Mr. Stobbs. We'll see what happens. Um, See you next week. Thank you very much. Bye.